that's what it's all about is making a connection with another person and feeling good about yourself and representing uh, something that you're passionate about. So. But to go and to be able to transform into this different person that's not, uh, you know, necessarily a mom of three kids mm -hmm. cleaning up spills and getting, it, it's just, it, it's escaping. Right. Welcome, listeners, to the podcast uh, Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am, as always, Jesse. As always. Uh, yeah, Jesse, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, so this is, it's not actually a cocktail, it's just a wine that I saw at the Ooh, liquor it store. It smells real good. I had to have a little taste of it while you're getting your phone cord. Um, that's pretty good. It's called Witch's Brew. Uh, which I thought was fandom adjacent, kind of like Sabrina or Harry Potter, you know, That's magical fandom adjacent, yeah. Mm. And uh, it's a red spice wine, like a kind of like a mold Ooh, wine, which we both enjoy. Yeah, so. it's really good. And it was pretty cheap. And it's yes. a local-ish. Where's uh, it from? Michigan, I think. Yeah, Michigan. Oh, so, Ooh, it's good. I've never uh, had this before. That's... Uh, me neither. Mm. Uh, I just thought, so... Uh, that's our witch's brew. Our uh, I'm into that. Yeah, drink of the evening. Awesome. Um, so we're just gonna jump right in, guys. Today's episode is gonna be about um beginner's guide to a convention. Right. Uh, it's one we maybe should have done already. Well, that's okay. But, you know, we we do things as we think of them. Right. So, so we're just gonna go over things. Uh, kind of, if you are listening to this, a lot of you already My are hope, in... my hope, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. My oh, hope I is... Don't look that sorry. My hope <laughs> is that maybe there have, you know, maybe there's cosplayers listening, but maybe there's people that have listened to our co our podcast that are like, we want to go to a convention now. And then this pod, this episode this specifically... This is our to you, yep. yeah. Specifically, kind of a how-to guide. Exactly. Or if you've never um, been to a convention before, if you've never been to, you know, you've been to like maybe a really small mm -hmm. local convention, you know, like Cape Con or like the small conventions that mm -hmm. we had in our hometown where there's not really any celebrities or not much cosplay, it's mostly vendors. Right. You know, what to expect at a bigger uh, convention. Right. Or, and just like the things that we do, you know, we go to several cons a year and just the things that we do to <laughs> to try to prepare um, the steps that we take when we're planning and stuff like that. Um, so Jess, what do you think the first thing is that we get into? We pick a con, obviously. Well, you mean like when we're planning for like a convention? For a convention, right. Well, now anymore, like we've been to so many that... Well, right. But there's... we still have to go through a lot of the steps. We just right. maybe don't think about it as much. Right. Like, well, like Dragon Con, we go to every year. Right. So, like, that's we're pretty much constantly like there's something Dragon Con related on a burner. Right. Like, because we booked the hotel, we booked the hotel less than a month after we booked the hotel for 2020 Dragon Con, less than a month and after last. Depending year on the state on the hotel you stay in, if you're like a legacy for Dragon Con, hotel host hotels. Yeah, you may book it at on your way home or, or yeah. But, um, so, like I mean... Like I said, most of the legacy hotels, I think, 2019, this past year at Dragon Con, they booked at Before you left Dragon the lobby. Con, like, when you checked in. Right. Oh, okay. So, so uh, assuming that you have a con, if you don't have a convention, um, but you want to go to one, you Google. Just do a little Google search. Um, right. Um, and right. find cons near you. There are ones that are traveling distance or ones that are worth traveling for. So, so like Dragon Con is not close to us. Right. But we it's always been worth So if you're looking for, for one uh, that maybe does travel, Wizard Worlds, Ace, um, those all travel around to different cities. Right. Um, then there's ones that like cities have yearly. Um, mm. So like uh, Philcon, Indie Pop Con. Philcon mm -hmm. is the... San Diego Comic Con, SCCC, which is a huge, huge, huge one. New York but, you Comic Con, know, pretty much Emerald like City said, Comic Con. Like very, very small Midwestern hometown has had a con before. Mm -hmm. Now it's very different, right? From yeah. a large, more commercial con, right? But, you know that it's ha a, that has its benefits, right? Because it's also a no travel cost, b much more affordable. 
Mm -hmm. And still a lot of the things that you would be looking for in a larger con. Um, so, so assuming, you know, um, but then honestly, I would say the first thing we look to is our budget, right? Right. Budget. Well, the budget, like we've got a list here of different factors we wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about. And I mentioned off mic that budget's going to play into all of them. Right. So like you want to. But when you and I discuss a con, we always go, okay, we got either. You want to establish your budget first thing. Right. Because that determines how far you can travel. (laughs) But yeah, how far you can travel, how you're going to travel to get there. So are you going to take public transportation? Are you going to fly? Are you going to drive? And if you're looking and this, you know, maybe we'll get into this, but if you're looking at flying, is that logistically possible with, if you are a cosplayer, the pieces of your cosplay that you're taking, can you condense it into a luggage? Will they fit? Will they be TSA appropriate? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, these are all things that you want to look at. When you're going to now, if you're if it is your first convention, you're probably not going to be cosplaying to an extent to where like TSA is going to be an know. issue. But yeah, you know, you never do know. So, so. Uh, especially if you've done a lot of costuming for other events, like you know, if you've done costuming for Ren fairs or mm-hmm. historical reenacting or something like that. Yeah. Um. So you're familiar with costuming, but not as familiar with the con right. scene. That's something to. So probably the very first thing, other than budget, like like Jesse said, that's going to play into about everything. Right. But you're so really I'd going say to... if you are wanting to go to your first con, first establish your budget. Look and discuss at... it with the people. If you're going with others, discuss right. it so that everybody has an expectation right. of what is feasible. And also look at your work schedule because, you know, cons have set dates. And if you're like me, I don't get a lot of PTO. Right. Um, besides our scheduled break. So if it's a convention that's not over, you know, like a holiday weekend or like our spring break or something, I'm much more limited in being able to take time off. So Well, that's what I was going to say. The next step is, okay, look at your badge options. Um, you know, normally it is cheaper to buy a multi-day pass. Right. Um, but that's not normally what we end up doing. There's very For few cons. For some smaller cons, yeah. Like Dragon Con, we always do an all-weekend pass. Because we're traveling. But that also depends, you know, like... If it's... If it's worth it to travel right. that You know, far if it's for... a city that's a driving distance. Mm-hmm. A, like, easy driving distance. We can make a day trip out of it. Or just stay one night or something. Mm-hmm. We might be more inclined to... Be like, okay, well, we'll go and we'll just make one day of it and get a day badge. Whereas, you know, something as far away as Atlanta, you know, it wouldn't be worth it to go down to Dragon Con no. for one day. Well, and so, so like I said, you want to look at your, your ticket. For us. Now, if you live in, you know, Marietta or Savannah right. or something, Saturday-only badge may be fine. Right. So, you look at your passes. You see what option you think you want to do. That's going to depend on if you're going to see celebrities, what days they're there. Um, if you're going for specific panels, obviously, um, a lot of times those won't and release closer smaller... to closer right. until um, the day of the con or the weekend of the con. But, you know, those are things you're going to want to take into consideration when you're looking at your badge options. Mm-hmm. But also, like... You know, there's nothing wrong with going to a con further away and only going for a day and then planning something else in that city right. for another day. If if you absolutely are like, well, there's nothing else I'm going to want to do. Right. Now, that's going to be hard for you probably to decide if it's your first convention. Right. But I think well, a day. If it is your first convention, there's nothing wrong with going a day and just kind of getting a feel. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel for, like a day is a good. Yeah. Um, and some conventions only last a day, especially smaller, more local conventions. Mm-hmm. They may be a Saturday only event. Mm-hmm. A lot of the small ones. So there are pros and cons to doing a smaller convention like that. They're not going to have the budget to get these big, huge named celebrities but at the same time you're also going to have a lot of the same events and you're still going to have a really right. fun time and you're going to be supporting someone who's right. local to you you know you're not supporting like you know when you go to SDCC you're supporting a giant for-profit mm-hmm. conglomeration whereas if you go to a small local convention like the ones that we've gone both gone to you're supporting like a local comic and i like both i like both versions we've both been to plenty of both right um and that's why i said there's pros and cons of both so it's something you want to think about the smaller ones you know you're not going to see a lot of cosplay so if that's what you're going for there will be some yeah but i i haven't seen much and we've just because they're smaller you know if you think about at your average convention not dragon con but, you know, an average convention, maybe 10% of 
to 20% of people cosplay, less than half. So if there's only, you know, if you're talking about a cosplay or a convention with, you know, 100,000 people, you know, 10% is going to be a lot more than if you go to a convention with 200 people. Right. You know, that's only right. 20 Absolutely. people. So, um, you know, you may not see as many cosplays out and about. Although we've been to some where they have like professional or semi-professional mm-hmm. cosplayers come in. Probably not going to see you not... Now, all the smaller ones I've been to have had some celebrities. I know CapeCon this year, which is a relatively small convention, has a lot of Power Rangers actors coming. So they're, you know, not nobodies. But also, you know, it's not going to be like William Shatner or, you know, these huge named actors that come. Uh, So if you only care, you know, like to me, I don't care about that because I don't care at all about the celebrities but if you know right but that's something to right. keep in mind if it is i know a lot of people for. do yeah. and it's, so if you're wanting to get you know like well i want to go and get autographs mm-hmm. you're not going to have the same options at a smaller convention right you do so that's something to keep in mind and something that Paige mentioned and i didn't think about until she mentioned it is when you're picking a whether to do a three-day pass or one-day pass or whatever some of that may also play into how quickly badges sell out. Right. So for, we've mentioned this before, but Dragon Con is a convention that at, up until now, it's in its 30, this is 34th year of Dragon Con, I think. Um, 33rd. Dragon Con's the same age as I am. So the first one was in 87. Right. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Dragon Con's the same age as I am right. at Dragon right. Con. Right. <laughs> so this will be the 33rd year of Dragon Con. First one was in 1987. Um, it doesn't so, <laughs> But I'm saying 33 years, it's never right. sold out yet. I was just saying like it's, 34 to, yeah. to 33. Yeah. It's, so it's never sold out yet. Whereas, you know, like something like SDCC sells out in minutes. Right. In Star Wars Celebration, the VIP three-day sells out in minutes. Right. The three-day sold out and I think, like, a day this when it was in Chicago. So um, things like that or, you know, if you want to go to a big convention like that, like SDCC, Star Wars Celebration, or really any big major convention besides Dragon Con, right. you want to... Be aware that you're probably going to have to try to get on and get badges, like, as soon as they open up. Right. But now, like, if you're looking at a local con or, like, a Wizard World. Right. And also, depending on what badges you want. So, like, when I went to Star Wars Celebration, I didn't... I knew I wasn't going to be able to get the time off because I was in the same situation as I am now to where I get very little paid... At the time, I got no paid time off. So, I knew I wasn't going to be able to take time off. So I just got a one-day ticket, and the one-day tickets took a lot longer. Of course, it's more expensive if you want to go more than one day. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the same price for me to go if I had bought, like, two one-day tickets. It was more than if I had bought, like, a four-day all-weekend ticket. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that plays into it. But if you, you know, if you procrastinate or if you have to wait for, you know, whatever reason, job or family reasons you may have to get an unideal ticket which is going to affect your budget because if you want to go two days but there's no more weekend badges left and you have to buy two individual one days yeah that's going to cost a lot more so so the next thing uh probably that's going to come into play especially if you're staying some if you're going to a convention that's trap you know a good distance away is a hotel right um lodging whatever Right, so if it's a smaller convention that you can do, we've been talking about going to Cape Con. I probably will try to go to Cape Con, um, which is less than an hour from me. Again, you can try to triangulate my location if you want. Right. Um, but it's close enough. Like you said, less than an hour, I won't get a hotel. I've also got friends in Cape Girardeau. Um, but... Uh, you know, don't need a hotel for that. But, you know, and there are even bigger cities that we could theoretically, or we have, when I lived closer to St. Louis, we've done St. Louis cons in one day mm-hmm. and gone back mm-hmm. to my place, which is about an hour away from the city because it was cheaper. cheaper. Than, mm-hmm. And again, and only an hour away. you live there that we stayed there too, right. just depending on how many days we were going 
and so on and so forth. But right, and so, how early you want to get up to head there? You know, the, if the convention, if you're if you're cosplaying, right, a lot of times now that you know we've done both. Right. We've gotten ready uh, and driven in an hour, or we stay closer because we know it's going to take us a while to get ready. And right. We don't want to drive in the cosplay. Even if you don't have, you know, like what we had where you have like a personal residence or friend's residence right. where you can stay up. You can um, stay further out. You can stay further out. We've got friends up for Dragon Con stay quite a bit further out than mm-hmm. we do. And they're fine with that because, again, there are pros and cons to that. So I guess we can talk about... Those pros and cons. We'll assume that you don't have whatever uh, convention you're going to, whatever city. You don't know anyone you can stay with. Right. You don't have free right. lodging options. So, so most conventions, especially the bigger ones, are going to have host hotels, mm-hmm. which are going to be in a very close proximity right. to the so convention. So either like Dragon Con, the host hotels, the convention actually goes on in those hotels. So in the ballrooms, the panel meeting rooms of the hotels. So... It's they're literally in the hotel, right? You're For, right, and then they have official hotels, official overflow hotels right. as well, which are you can get, not in the convention, but, but they're very close. close. And also, you usually get a special deal mm-hmm. through Dragon Con mm-hmm. for booking, and most conventions will have something like that. We'll so either have host hotels and or. Uh, official hotels. hotels that you can get a deal at. So for C2E2, for example, we didn't end up staying at one, but they did have official convention hotels where, you know, the normal rate would might be $450 a night, but if you book through the C2E2 link, you get $200 a and night. And those weren't, the convention wasn't hosted in there, but it was connected, correct? Some of them were connect, like literally connected to the convention center. Some of them were just really Walking like close. Distance, right. Right. So yeah. it so could be. So you can stay. We, we, we stayed, like that. Right. A um, couple years ago for Dragon Con, we stayed in an official overflow hotel and it wasn't connected, didn't have any actual official convention things going on in the hotel, but. It was walking distance, um, and also Dragon Con had an official shuttle, a free shuttle. Which we didn't end up taking. Which we never, yeah, we never took it, but, right. um, you know, if you're someone who can't walk for whatever reason, has a mobility issue, can't couldn't walk, you know, like a 15-minute walk, that could be an option right. at, like, an official overflow hotel. So, so. that's, once again, we're going to reference back to budget. That's completely going to depend on your budget. Right. And what's important to you, too, mm-hmm. because even if you could afford it, maybe you're like, well, that's not necessary. Um, we just last year started staying at a host hotel at Dragon Con. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also love being immersed in that con experience. We go to parties, we're out late, right. and then we're up early going to com- to the panels. I mean, not as early. But that's also a nice thing about staying at the host hotel. We don't have we to don't wake up have as to early. get up as early right. and still can get down But we could panels. if we wanted to right. wake I mean, up. Right, I you, yeah, you, <laughs> that's how hotels work. You can right. wake up whatever time you, you want. I don't... I don't know if they know that. <laughs> Guys, that. if you stay at a hotel, you can wake up whenever you want. It's crazy. But, um, but yeah, that's totally dependent on your budget and just your preference. Um, right. But we so, really, we like either way. Dragon Con is our our thing. Like, yearly, that's right. what we look forward to. It. It's so, our biggest convention. It's our most exciting convention. And just, it's, we've discussed it before, but it's... It's a different thing. Like, it's well, completely... And, right. So, we're going to use Dragon Con as an example a lot just because it's really the biggest... Well, and we've done so many different major, right. hotel things with right. it. Especially me, like, having gone. So, part of what plays into the Dragon Con hotel is also going to be, can you get a host hotel? Right. Because, as I mentioned earlier, the legacy program. So, some of, some of the host hotels for Dragon Con have a legacy program, meaning if you book their room the previous year, you're automatically guaranteed a shot at the room next right. year. So if you're willing to pay for it at the convention that year, you have a room for next right. year. But not every hotel does Right, that. not every hotel does that. So, it, you know, it's if, if you want to get into those hotels, there still are open spots because there are people who give up their legacy. Right. So, but very few. Then there are the hotels like the West and the Marriott that do what we, not we, what Dragon Con, what many people refer to as the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. where I have to drive to work a half an hour early <laughs> and have multiple phones. No, I was in my office this oh. year. Um, I sat in my office before my first class and had 
multiple phones going and had a website up on my tablet, website <laughs> up on my phone, and the website up on my computer, and was just refreshing and talking to the lady. Well, and honestly, to to the first year, it was more of just like a, well, we'll see. Like, you were like, I'm just going to try right. and see what I'll happens, see. and then you got it. Well, yeah, and it took me multiple tries. Right. I mean, it took me several tries to get it through but, on the website. But, but you but still thought even trying, you weren't going to. I had no expectations. Right. So it is one of those that now we kind of have our hopes up, but we also have the realization that we have just could as good fall of a through, time, right. right? Something could fall through, and we could have to get into right. a flow hotel again, and that's we're fine know, with that. Something that will cross that bridge if we should have right. to come to it. So, you know, that's something you know you may have a plan like we, which I I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I am the major planner. I have plans B C D E F. It's called she has anxiety. Right. <laughs> It's called I have clinical anxiety. Um, yeah, so she she that's loves, our little pop pop song about my mental illness. <laughs> so yeah, she gets really mm-hmm. uh, stressed out and worked up about. Well, it's more like so planning just any big trip like that is stressful, and for me, and you never know what might happen. So we may have the plan. Like we pretty much have the plan to stay at the Marriott for Dragon Con mm-hmm. from now until you know foreseeable future. Right. But if for some reason, you know, next in October, this, you know, October 2020, I go in to play the Hunger Games and I lose. I'm not Woody Harrelson. Oh, uh, would you just please be Woody Harrelson? I'll try my best to be Woody Harrelson. But, you know, should we not be able to get into a hotel, even if that's what we plan on, we'll have to have a contingency. Which, so me, it eases my anxiety to know, like, okay, well, if this bad thing happens here's what we're going to do. Right. If this other bad thing happens, here's what we're going to do. Your immediate thought is worst case scenario. Right. And you want 15 plans in case of that worst case scenario, which is fine. Right. Or in case some others, like I try to have plans for the unplanned, unexpected. Right. Anything that happens. Like I just earlier today was telling Paige and my mom at lunch that I'm stressed out about our Disney trip in two months because I don't have enough lists. I don't have nearly enough lists. (laughs) It's so you're bought, all familiar with uh, it's always funny in always funny in, always funny in Philadelphia. It's always funny in Philadelphia. If you're familiar with it's always sunny in Philadelphia, the yeah, episode with Charlie right. has all the strings and he's. I told Jesse we were headed to Walmart that she needed to get some red, red string yarn, yeah. and some uh, some uh, tacks and right. graph paper so she could make a... Uh, Which I did buy color-coded pens. All right, scented. Scented color-coded pens and scented color-coded notebooks. Right. But so, so you can do hotels a lot of different ways, like we said. So think about if you're okay, you know, if you know you're going to be done with the convention anyway, you can stay 30 minutes out or an hour out. Well, and for your first con, especially, unless right. you're just, like, positive that you're going to be, like, die hard and go every day and be there right. 12 hours a day, like, you probably would be fine being a little bit more reserved. Right. And you're her. still going to get a good experience of the con. Like I said, my first year at Dragon Con, we stayed way out by the airport. We took the train in. And, you know, it wasn't like I was like, oh, this is lame. You know, I still, I fell in love with Dragon Con. Like, it sounds maybe cheesy or, but like, I legitimately, you know, it was like your rom-con. Right. Like, I legitimately love Dragon Con more than any other gentleman. Okay. Not other gentlemen. I'm aware Dragon Con's not a gentleman. Well, I thought you were going to say person. No. No, 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 no. Like, the people that I love, I love more than Dragon Con. Like, you, my mom, my dad. I'm glad that I was first there. My other friends. Take that, Perry. You're never going to listen to this. It won't matter. <laughs> She's on episode three. She, today at lunch, she was like, I finally started on I'm episode busy. four. I'm so busy. Um, she has time to watch every episode of... Well, she was talking about some show. Oh, I recommended to them... On, I, I watched the first episode of The Hunters on Amazon Prime. And I recommended to my... I was like, Mom, I think you would like it. It's about these Nazi hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, because my mom, she hates a Nazi. Got <laughs> Who doesn't hate a Nazi? Other Nazis. Fuck. <laughs> so, Wait, I hope Nazis aren't listening to this. I can't imagine there's... I think the Nazis would have checked out well. We don't like Nazis. <laughs> 
Just in case it wasn't clear up until this point, we're not cool with Nazis. We don't like you Nazis. If get you out of are, here. If you are a Nazi listening, Speaking get out of Nazis, here. Speaking of Nazis, Jesus. <laughs> I just watched Jojo Rabbit. Mm. It was really good, the end. Oh. Anyway, last night my dad and I ordered from the local Chinese restaurant, and you know how. So I said, what do you want? And Vegetables, he just, chicken. Well, he, I said, what do you want? And he just stared at me, and then he started smiling. I was like, vegetables, chicken. He was like, well, I was waiting for you to say that. He was like, really, I want garlic chicken. And that is its name, because I've looked in the menu. Oh, good job, Fred. And he was like, but I do want at least two egg rolls. <laughs> me too. I always want at least two egg rolls. So... Hotels totally dependent on you and your preferences, your budget. Um, And there's a lot of, like we said, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. And we do different things based on that. So, like, Dragon Con is a 24-hour con. Right. So, we, like Paige said, we like to be immersed in it 24-7 if we can. But we also, just two weekends ago, went to a convention. We stayed 20 20 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. And we had just as good of a time, like... You know, if you're not going to need to go back and forth now, Dragon Con, we have started kind of, and this is mostly because we are staying in a host hotel now, but we have gone back and changed um, for right. parties and stuff. And or if somebody's not feeling well, it's nice to have that option. Yeah, I'm not going to mention anyone, but it's Jane. only. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to think of my three. But yeah, Paige, I think she's feeling a little under the weather. <laughs> So if you have a little too much to drink the night before or are feeling bad for whatever reason. And then sometimes you paint yourself and then <laughs> shower it off five minutes later. Yeah, so if any of that should happen, it, that's another oh. thing to keep Or if you're Sorry. just wearing a cosplay that's really hot right. or well, really heavy when, like Natasha mentioned. When I, was, when I was Bucky last year at Dragon Con, um, my, I've mentioned this in a previous po- uh, episode, but... My gun holster on my back was digging in anytime right. I sat down, and it wasn't something that I planned for. I hadn't sat down in that cosplay or, yet or th- ever thought about, and my back hurt so bad because I was kind of having to slouch over a right. lot. And so we had a break in our schedule, and none of us were really like we had eaten, we had done the things we wanted to do, we had a little bit of a, a well, break. And it may and we take even went, if, if the elevators aren't that busy, it may take maximum. 10, 20 minutes. Well, right. But we just went up and I took it off for like 15 minutes right. and we all just sat down and chilled for cool a few minutes. Off. Right. Chill out. Had some know. water. Not just because <laughs> it's such a Dragon Con. It's such like overload all mm-hmm. the time. Like there's this amazing cosplay and this amazing cosplay and music. And you don't, and, you don't even realize that. Right. And then like, oh, I'm friends with her on Facebook. Right. Like you, it's weird that you run into people that you know from like yep. Facebook groups or like that your friends in, you Constantly. know, or like people that you met earlier in the con, and you're like, right. oh, hey, right. or, you know, it's, it's the same, like running into people mm-hmm. that you know, so like, it's nice to it kind is, of get away from. It's complete overload, yeah, and, and especially for us, because we're just so excited. Right. The whole but time. I will say, whoa, I'm sorry, I kind of said <laughs> that, but I will say, even if you don't have a hotel room to go to, most of the conventions now, especially if you do have like, if you're like me and you have anxiety, or you're not, they, do have, crowds, mm-hmm. they will have make sure that you talk to disability services if you can before you go because they will have a place for you to go. So let's say you are, you have anxiety and you're at Dragon Con and you start having a panic attack. I Speaking of this, I could not wait to do our mental health and cosplay right. episode. Um, I know we need to do a lot more like um, research, research and just like writing down. We just yeah, because make, like because ours, it's so important because there's right. so many. And at, I can like, talk only at. about my personal, but you know I don't have every at least not yet. Don't have every mental illness. Give it out time. There. Yeah, so you know I can talk about how I've dealt with my mental illness, right? How costly's helped that, the challenges I've had, but you know I don't have every mental right. illness out there. And it's not something that's really talked about. So that's right. why I'm really excited to Me do it. Because I don't feel like there's a lot of resources out there, per se. With men- There's some physical disabilities in cosplay mm-hmm. resources. And I'm sure when we start looking right. at these, I'm going to be more excited um, to learn about it, too. As well as just yeah, put it out there a little yeah, bit Yeah, well, because like I said, the first, like, doing my first few cosplays, it was really difficult for me. Right. Um, just having so much anxiety yeah, and so like, so getting over that and dealing and it's something that if you do have 
mental health issues like and you're in therapy talk to your therapist about like I talk to about to my therapist about cons and cosplay all the time right and you know other stuff too obviously that more my everyday life but it cons and cosplay are such like you know I talk about this podcast right I talk about you know so we'll get into that in the middle yeah, of it yeah. so transport to and from the hotel is always imp- or to to the con from the con to yeah. the hotel is important and a lot of the bigger conventions will have transportation absolutely information on the website so like dragon and they con, offer shuttles right so we mentioned this before dragon con offers shuttles from several of the overflow hotels um and from all the host hotels so if you're someone who does have mobility issues or just if you get super fatigued and you can't walk from right. one hotel to the other, they have free shuttles for anyone who has a Dragon Con badge, so you can go from one hotel to the other. Right. Um, but but more than that, um, normally, so we only go to Dragon Con that is worth the price of a plane ticket, in our opinion. Right. Um, Not that we wouldn't go to other cons, but that's only one right. we go to now. The only the um, so make sure that you do though. If you know that you may have an issue like that, there's going to be someone there. Like, even if your hotel is not close, there are quiet rooms. There are Mm -hmm. cool rooms. There are dark rooms. There are sensory-friendly rooms. If, you know, you... you, And maybe not every um, convention has that. But most of the big ones will have I think every convention, even the small ones, will have some kind of disability. You think so? I mean, maybe if it's really, really small, but like... I mean, Wizard World does any for-profit major convention yeah. is going to have some kind of disability services. Right. And even if it is a smaller convention that you're going to, you know, if you reach out to them, I know there are specific... And, I mean, maybe this is a stereotype, but in the fandom or geek culture world, there does that does tend to be more of an issue. Like, right. people having anxiety or issues with crowds. So, um, cause that a lot of people deal with their mental health through getting into fandom. Mm-hmm, right. So, uh, if that's an issue for you, now is a good time to mention that there are resources for right. that pretty much. Or even if it's as simple as like letting, you know, your friends know ahead of time, like, Hey, are you cool stepping out for a minute? If I start having issues right you know like can we go walk around outside or can we go eat lunch some other place that's quiet if i get too overwhelmed at the con um because that's always an issue you know Mm -hmm. an option as well right so um, the next thing i think that um kind of goes hands in hand in hand with hotels is transport um which this can apply to transport from your hotel to the convention mm -hmm. we do a lot of ubers because at the end of the evening, a lot of times we end up at a party and we will have drinks. And so we don't want to or take just, any chances. Yeah, like so. Or it's just easier because a lot of times if you're valeting your car, it is an extra fee to get it out. Or you just don't want to bother driving in a Absolutely. city where there's traffic. And also, you know, we've gotten to the point where our cosplays may not be super feasible to drive in. Right, absolutely. And so so Uber is something you want to look into. We utilize and parking or, or at a huge, you know, Uber the parking lots at C2E2 filled very quickly. Right. And there's essentially no parking downtown at Dragon Con. Right. So, you so know, those are things you want to look into. Right. Where you're staying, it, what kind of parking you're using, if you have to drive to the con, if you can walk. And um, we always price how much it's going to cost right. to lift or right. Uber. This goes back to my obsessive planning. But, like, when we went... So, the past couple years at Dragon Con, we really haven't had a transport budget yeah. because we've walked. Or we've been, like, you know, last year and this year, we're in the hotel. Right. That the convention's in, so the only Uber or Lyft we took was from the from airport. the airport, and right. this, and we took the train back, and then next year we'll probably take the Marta public transportation there, right. there and back. So, um, so you you want to look into that as well, but but mainly uh, whenever I thought of this this facet right, if you think of it, you might be drinking, don't you know? Obviously, don't drive. Like, right. We shouldn't have to say that, right. hopefully, but, you know, just so it's clear, since this is cosplay and cocktails that we do mention drinking in right. every single episode, uh, we just want to make it clear that we never drink and drive. Right. Um, 
you know, we always take that into consideration. Right. Generally, it's something and where we, we normally don't even drink and walk. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, we may drink and walk back to the hotel room, but it's not like, you no, know. No, I'm saying like when we've stayed off campus. Oh, you mean walk to the hotel? No, right. no. If we've been drinking, even if we're walking distance, I think I normally was like, let's Uber. get a 5 or $10 right, Uber. Right, Just because it's a city where that we aren't super familiar right. with. You know, we only go to Atlanta pretty much once a year. I've been a couple other times. Right, me too. But, um, you know, and... You never know what could happen, and you would, you know, I would always, and I think most people would always rather pay, especially if we're splitting it two, three, four ways, you know, I would rather pay. Well, and like you said, not only just safety for just your well-being in general, like for walking in the e- at night right. or especially late in the morning, being... but in cosplay, like, who knows? Right. Like, so, but we, with... Budget budget changes and um, schedule changes. It just was more convenient mm-hmm. and <laughs> just us not killing each other on the drive home changes. Yeah, I mean, we do generally get. It's just everybody's tired yeah, on the drive right. home. We're all ir- you're irritable on the drive home, and you're for us, bummed we have an eight hour eight over, hour right. drive. You're bummed because Dragon Con's over. You're tired because you just spent all weekend at Dragon Con, so you're not eating great usually. You're not drinking as much water as you should maybe. You're not, you're drinking more alcohol than you should maybe. On the way home, we're all just more irritable and tired and we're... We're and on the way down there, it's obviously the same excited. distance, but you're excited, and right. we're, like, playing blood feast, buzz feed quizzes, and... Blood feast. Blood, blood feast. We're having a blood feast. <laughs> <laughs> Every year on the way to Dragon Con, we enjoy our blood feast. We are, in fact, vampires. Uh, 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 uh. The name of this episode is Blood Feast. <laughs> but, so... So, we, last year, with all of these things in consideration, we looked at flights um, just to see if it was feasible. It was, it worked, and we loved it. Um, That's not always going to be the case. You can, we we drive to most, every other con we go to. And even the years that we drove to Dragon Con, it was was so well worth it. Like, again, we were, the next day... We were all dragging and, mm-hmm. you know, the day we But we, we were when we were flying, too. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. But if you are looking at a con that's further away and you're considering flying, things you need to take in consideration, like we mentioned earlier, are your cosplay, the size of your cosplays, the mm-hmm. components of your cosplays. Some of us I had... took um, prop weapons last mm-hmm. year. You're and I was nervous very nervous um, because I didn't have orange tips on them. I didn't have... They weren't um, safety bonded, which if you're at a... Um, right, but peace bonding is really just a thing at convention. Like, that's not... It's right, thing right. As much. Um, but at a, at a convention, if you have a prop weapon that looks any... Any, any... Right, so if you're amount. checking any kind of... Most conventions, all conventions that I know of have a weapons policy. It depends no on their weapons, right? right? So you're not going to have real weapons. Like, don't take No, no, no. Weapons. You won't have real weapons. But if right. you are taking realistic looking weapons, you might want to budget extra time. Or, like, I always get stopped by the body scanner. We've See, discussed this and we, before. we like, didn't, but I remember... So when I had... I got my, stopped by the body scanner. Oh, at the convention. Yeah, or at the airport. At the airport. Yeah, so... It, it, Maybe plan an extra fifteen to thirty minutes. An I mean, hour that's an airport for, safety. No, like, I'm saying like additional. Besides, oh, right. You know, just like in case they do X-ray your bag and right. see prop weapons in there, right? And want to pull it and search it, which that's is something take, that I right. took into consideration because right. I had read. Early. I had read all of the all of the online TSA information. I had read everything and everything. And I said, was sending you stuff. You're safe. You're right. fine. But I was like. Because it's fine. It, you are allowed to take prop weapons right. as long as they're prop weapons on TSA. But that doesn't mean, you know, they have no way of looking on the x-ray machine and, and knowing, knowing it's, that a, it's prop. a prop weapon. And not, right. So they may pull it and want to so open it So I was terrified they were going to get things out of my bag, tear things right. up, lose things. You know, like. Right. It, well, I mean, I can't imagine. Usually you have the option. I, have you ever had your bag searched mm-hmm. by TSA? I have. So if you here's a little and I think maybe that's why I was scared right. because so I here's was a like little fun fact I maybe could have told you more about this at the time but Thanks. you know well I didn't really realize like like that was an issue but like I knew you were afraid that they might pull it but I didn't know you were afraid of like what would happen if they pulled it right so what if they do pull your bag they'll that you have the option to sit there while they search it, and you can even remove the items if you don't want them to touch. Well, so I knew like I knew that I had read like 
that some cosplayers, when they go to the airport, if they have something they're worried about, they will tell the people when they're right. checking it in, okay, this is what I have. Would you like right. to open it and look at it right. now? Right. Which right. is something else you can do. Right. I have always, even when, before I cosplayed, have always been like, well, I'm just going to check it. And if they want to search it, then, you know, right. it's fake. So they're not going to. But they, if you do have to have your bag pulled, they give you the option to sit there. And then they even will... Like, like I said, if you, they'll ask you, is it okay if I touch this? Is it okay if I pull this out? Is it okay if I pull this out? And again, this has happened to me two, three times. So this is just based on my personal experience. They're very good about, um, you know, respecting your personal right. stuff. And then like, if there's anything that's questionable, they'll be like, oh, what is this? Or what's in this bag? Mm-hmm. Or like, whatever. Right. So as long as you're not doing anything illegal or anything you're right. not supposed to have, you'll be fine. Like, right. if it's something that you know, like, again, it may be a more time but you know you're not going to be detained by... I think what was... what uh, Yeah. I think I was worried about, A, getting in trouble. Because I didn't want to get in trouble for something I shouldn't have gotten in trouble for. And well, I which, didn't... Which, again, that's kind of an anxiety thing. Right. Like you feel like... And I didn't want... I was afraid they were going to take things out and break something or lose something. But, again, something. so if that's... If you're worried about that, like, they will let you... Right. But I had no to. problems. I checked right. all of my... I had, like I said, multiple prop guns and knives... Mm. No issues at all. Um, but that's something to consider. I, I oh, know there are a lot of cosplayers that there's no way they could check their cosplays. Right. Like if you have a piece that's, to, or you may have to pay extra right. to check it. Well, I have a, a friend that cosplays that brings totes and totes and totes right. of stuff. Like I, it would be cheaper probably than to check all of that. Than to fly, right. or I mean to drive. to drive, right? And it's more time consuming. But if you're, right. you know, if if yeah, so and also space in your vehicle because we've talked about there's no way even in your vehicle, which is the biggest, that all four of us and all our cosplay stuff would fit in. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't make it any cheaper. We could fit in my vehicle. It Barely. would be as expensive. It would be as expensive. It'd be more expensive probably. Probably you get like twelve miles a gallon. It's like. 17 thank you um but yeah i i think yeah you you have to consider can we fit miles per gallon versus if you have a reliable vehicle because Mm -hmm. the first year that we went i drove down in my mustang right which now looking back i was like oh my god right how do we make it oh my god oh my god um so there's so many things that go into transport but you know it's once again circumstantial your vehicle you sound like law and order. That's circumstantial. Circumstantial. <laughs> circumstantial evidence. Um, your vehicle, your budget, your mm-hmm. the distance to your Whether convention. or not you're going to be drinking, like I said, that's always number one concern. If you're going to be drinking or whatever, do not drive. Right. Um, uh, the amount of luggage you're a, taking. Right. The amount of public people. transportation that's right. available in your right. city. So, the next thing, um, like, importance-wise for us, you've got your tickets, your yeah, transportation, so your sleeping, right. and food. Right. So, at this point, <laughs> you've got your lodging, your badges, and your transportation. Next is to food. Right. Next, essentials. So, right. uh, again, this Options. ties back to budget. Right. And you want to try... At some conventions, you're not going to be able to do a ton of, you know, uh, research... In advance, they may not have a ton, mm-hmm. and some. And it depends on if it's a convention center or a hotel. Uh-huh. And some how make big the convention so like is. let's say some will say on Instagram that they have bubble tea, <laughs> but then you get there and there's no bubble tea. C two E two. So so you know you may you kind of expect the unexpected with I would say if you can if you're taking a bag of some sort. Uh, try Place to pack snack. Right, try to pack a snack because you know we've we've mentioned this before under con fails, but we went to a convention one year that we have been to multiple that times we've before. been to multiple times before. So we assumed that it would be the same as the multiple times before, and there would be food vendors there, and there were none. They were clo- they was, had closed up shop, right? And we had the only food option, which was like, a vending machine with like chips, candy, and which a, we didn't find till late in the day. <laughs> right, we didn't find till like four or five p.m. Right. And then a bar with Bloody Marys and like celery and mushrooms and stuff for the right. Bloody Marys. And that beef sticks. Right, and beef sticks. And that's what we subsided on. Right. Was beef sticks and mushrooms and celery. 
until we found the vending machine and then we subsided on beef sticks. You can only imagine how that went after a couple of Bloody Marys. So, um, you know, go into it. Like, if there is information online, try to budget out. Do you want to, you know, most conventions will let you take in snacks. Mm-hmm. So do you want to try to... Know Natasha ever... mentioned, when we did our interview with Natasha, she mentioned that her first convention, she and her brother lived off peanut butter crackers. So if you budget is a huge issue. And the first year I went to Dragon Con, I took all the trail mix. Well, I know, like, um, we are on several different groups on in, uh, social media and Dragon Con groups that talk about hotels and just right. Dragon Con in general. And there's so many people that share their experiences and like their survival guides right. for conventions. And a lot of them will talk about how they make ramen in the coffee makers. Right. Or bring a crock pot. Or bring a crock pot. I know several people that bring a crock or pot. Or those like Con. the breakfast things, like the. Like a panini maker. Uh-huh, like a panini flat maker, right? Iron type thing. Um, that you can make multiple different right. things on. Um, so there, there's, there's so many budget ways to it. You can bring. You know, stuff to make peanut butter and jelly every day. Or, you know, deli meat or whatever. And if you're staying in a hotel that has a free breakfast, like, take advantage of that free breakfast. We do. We used to. That used to be a huge contingency for what? When we stay, if we're, like, we're staying off site anyway, you might as well get a hotel with free breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then we always try to go down and eat a, as big a breakfast as we can handle. Like load up on the carbs before the day started. Right. So then that, you know, then that may be one last meal you have to, or then even if you do have to wait a little bit later for a meal because you're trying to make a panel Mm -hmm. or whatever event, you know, you're not starving and grouchy. Right. um, Because you've had a bigger breakfast. And a lot of times, um, one thing you're going to want to keep in mind is, you know, uh, and this is going to depend on your schedule. Um, you've looked at the schedule, you know, if you are going for autographs or, um, photo, uh, ops or whatever, Mm. you, you plan that ahead and you, you know what that your day looks like time wise. Um, a lot of times we don't have time to have a sit down lunch. So we will grab something really quickly. Like from a food truck or from a fast food type place. Sit down for five, 10 minutes, eat, and then go on our line. Because there is, if you've never known convention before, which I guess this is all about newbies to conventions. Any convention you go to, other than a there's very, lines. very, very small one, there's going to be lines. So there's right. many a times when we've either packed snacks to eat in line, or we've grabbed quick food or both to eat in line, or both, because that does make right. it much, much easier. You're so, on yeah. your way to a panel that you're really excited about, and it's a really... Most most panels are going to have some sort... Like Jesse said, some sort of line, because uh-huh. even if it's not going to be a full... Um, capacity panel, there's a panel going on before it, and right. people are waiting for this one. So, in order to get in there, you know, you grab some food on your way, and you take it, and you sit in line and eat it. Right. There's millions of people, not millions, but there's hundreds of people doing the same right. thing. Um, but, so, keep all of that in mind. Even if there are available places to buy food, and it's within your budget to buy food every day, may, you may not have time. Right. Like, if there's three panels in a row, and you want to make all three of those panels... You may not have time to, you know, divert even five, ten minutes out of your way to go grab something. And we aren't always great about that. We don't always know what that's going to look like. And depending on the convention, we don't always know what the food situation is going to be like. As much research as we can do in uh, advance. Because like you said, we've gone to a convention that we've been to four or five times Mm -hmm. before. So we just assumed it would be the same as the four or five previous times. And they would have food vendors open and they didn't. So... It, and because we specifically were like, well, should we throw a couple granola bars? No, protein bars be fine. In no, we're... We didn't we even eat breakfast that morning. We no. stopped for coffee and we're like, we'll just get food when right. we're there. You know what made up for it, though? <laughs> what? Sebastian's fan. Oh, okay. Um, Not for me. I mean, he was fine. He just doesn't do it for me the way he does it for no, you. he does it for me. He's a little... Mm, White? Yeah. <laughs> He's a lot white. He's a me. lot white. Um, so... So, I like my men with a little more melanin. Okay, so, honestly, probably one of your most important things, other than uh, lodging tickets and um, transport, um, is going to be your essentials. Things you need to take with you on the con floor. 
Um, Things you need to take with you to con, but in not general. necessarily right, in the right. con. Um, so, well, Jess, you want to start off on this? What you... So, like, for things I take to a convention, like, to keep in the room or things to take to Right. The so, the things you take to keep in the room are going to be, like, obviously cosplay related. Right. Anything you would need for a cosplay. Um, and... Ooh, like clothes, toiletries, things like that we won't get into. Right. We are but I feel like a lot of the extras that I take are also things I take on the comp floor, like... Needles and thread. Right, like a small hot sewing glue gun kit. sometimes, depending. So I usually take a hot glue gun with me and then don't take it on the con floor. Unless there's something you're like, I'm certain this is going to break I take and I've super got a bag. Glue usually. Right. Super glue usually, like a small... The, um, there's disposable super glue you can get that's mm-hmm. like a one-time use mm-hmm. packet. So I usually take a one or a couple of those mm-hmm. with me on the con floor and then... A glue gun to keep in the room. Right. Safety pins. Um, Band-aids. Safety pins. If, uh, Band-aids. Um, uh, bobby pins. Um, safety Tylenol. Pin. And acid. And if you're drinking, this is a biochemist aside. But if you're drinking, you really shouldn't take Tylenol. You should take ibuprofen if you absolutely have to. Right. Well, yeah. This I'm is at, a biochemistry. Right. Uh, fun um, fact. You know... Any medication, Xanax, anything that you might need to, whether you're, right, which you know. Right, you know your own medications, right. whether or not you should be drinking or not. Right. Um, your medications, your, um, obviously, if you're a lady and you're needing a feminine products, you're going to want to make Feminine sh- products. Feminine <laughs> per, uh-oh. <laughs> um, um, water, we always take a water bottle mm-hmm. normally with us onto the comp floor. Uh, we take Snack. power banks and phone oh, cords. Yeah. That's my favorite uh, con essential is I always have, um, I have a power bank that I love right now. I do not know the name of it, but it has a double port in it where I can be charging my phone. And if Jessie has her cord, she could plug hers in. Right. It has. And I usually try to take one of Five, ten charges right. on it. And it's amazing. I love it. Um, a lot of times if we know we're going to be going to do like autographs or photo ops, we will take a, bi- uh, a folder, folder. Um, to put our pictures in um, so they don't get torn up. Um, sometimes we'll bring extra bags if we know we're going to be doing a lot of shopping. We'll put like a tote inside of a tote. Um, right, you can get like those fold up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you take a lot of times, instead of a, a filled water bottle, you'll take those foldable right, water like bottles. Fold up, which is, you know... Because generally most conventions are either going to have a water fountain or, like we said, the water stations to where you can refill, something like that. So Mm -hmm. I usually try to take one of those. Right. Um, Snacks. We mentioned that. We always try to take some kind of snacks. Sometimes they don't get eaten, honestly. Sometimes we take them. It's one of those, as with anything, you'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it right um jesse also mentioned sometimes depending on our shoe situation we take uh backup shoes Uh fold up flats um oh let's see what else do we take makeup for us a lot of times we'll take touch-up makeup if we have specific um like when i did my sith cosplay i took a backup eyeliner so i could touch up my black on my face lipstick um, Lipstick if, always. If we have if body paint, right. we'll t- take touch-up body paint. A compact, if you've got a lot of makeup, too. And I've got a couple compacts that have makeup in them. So mm-hmm. if I can, I'll try to use one of those for my base makeup mm-hmm. so that then it matches if I have to do a touch-up. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We also, and this uh, just is us, but a lot of times we will take a flask. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, like, at Dragon Con, when you're, like, in your hotel, like, the legality of that can vary from, you know, so follow right. all your state. Right, absolutely, law. absolutely. That's our hashtag. Right, our uh, little... Um, so, yeah, like I said, you know, the main things are going to be... It, uh, and if you're planning on buying a lot, take a bag that's mm-hmm. big enough to hold all your junk and maybe plan on trying to go back to your room if you can after that. You know, if you can, we generally, most of the time, try, 
try to leave the vendor halls until last mm-hmm. our last day. Mm-hmm. We can't or at um, the last thing at the of the day. Yeah. Right. But if there's something that you really, really want and it's a con exclusive or just, you know, it's the only opportunity you're gonna have to buy it, mm-hmm. you know, you don't wanna wait and rip skip being sold out or whatever. Right. So. Um yeah, so so anything anything mostly the things we take are for um our cosplays. Um, for any incidents yeah. that may happen. Yeah, we mentioned before that there are at bigger conventions, especially like repair people mm-hmm. that can help you and other cosplayers can help you, but you don't necessarily want to rely on that if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't take that much to throw money, time, what whatever to throw and we, a couple we safety always And we always use, um, I can't think of a con that we've been to um, over a long weekend that we haven't used a safety pin or a bobby pin or... Right. In our makeup at all. Um, maybe well, super glue, I think, is something we haven't used a ton of. Yeah, super but it's always, it's, just, it's tiny right. and it's great to have just in case. Um, last year, the only time I think we used our safety pins were not even for us. We helped somebody else out right. with those. We mentioned that before. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said, water bottles are always super important just to stay hydrated, right. especially if you're drinking, just to have. Uh, or if it's hot. Or if it's or, hot. You know, you're right. going to be walking around a lot um and you know snacks in case you can't eat or if you just need something to tide you over um most of it is convenience but some of it uh you're gonna be really glad you had in the end run uh because it can make or break your con if you feel good or right. don't feel good if it's t- if it's medication tylenol um hydration right. anything well, like and that if you've got any kind of medical issues that goes a thousand times more like absolutely you know, if you're diabetic or hypoglycemic and you need to take food mm-hmm. you know that goes a thousand times more right um so yeah we talked we talked about um those are our con essentials um we talked and about what you bring on the floor. Again, we mentioned this before, but how much you bring on the con floor is going to differ of how close your hotel is. So we bring and less. your bag situation. Sometimes we have a lot bigger bags than we do other right. times. So like the past couple of years, we brought a lot less since we're close enough to our hotel that if like an emergency happened, we could pretty easily go back to the room. Right. But if you got a fairly elaborate, how cosplay, big of a bag did you have last weekend? Well, I bought a bag, <laughs> and, then and I could have used pounds. <laughs> 400 pounds. I kept complaining about it. Like, uh, that's, yeah, we definitely could use, like, a, someone to carry, like, an indentured servant. a mule. To, yeah, like a mule. To someone carry. to take our photos and carry our bags. Yeah. Jericho. Uh, what would you, yeah. Um, he would not be good at that job. No, probably not. Um, so... We've talked about uh, time and schedule is important when it comes to planning your con and planning what you want to do and your um, budget and your transport and your meals and everything. That's going to depend on the convention and when that schedule is available to you and by person with if you want to do photo ops, if you want to do autographs. All of that's going to be very, it differs from person to person like most of this does. Some people go to conventions and don't want to do any of that and will pop in a panel um, and other people only go for the celebrities and the autographs and photo ops. That doesn't make it right or wrong. It's everybody's own experience. And, um, but that's just something to keep in mind. Um, my very first convention I went to, um, I wanted to go anyway, but then Matt Smith got announced and he was like my, my number one at that moment. And so everything for that con revolved around him for me, things change, you know, like, right. You know, that's not always the case. Um, but it, it's for sure a thing that happens. Um, like I said, uh, research about the con has to go with the time schedule, the time and the schedules and the events and the panels. That's all going to be available beforehand. Um, a lot of times those websites that give you all of that same information will have the food vendors will have transportation information. You can even go to most convention sites and well, find like most hotels. Most conventions will have like DragonCon has the host hotels, the overflow hotel, mm-hmm. information about the like at least like hey we have food trucks and here's where the 
there's going to be, and social media is a good place to look too. Mm-hmm. Both the official social media of the con and then like searching hashtags groups. of the con. Oh, right. I, I don't do that. <laughs> Just like looking for groups. Right. You know, like I'm in a group that's like Dragon Con Hotel Connection. Me too. And they will be like, okay, here's when the your hotel card will be charged. Right? right. Here's when the hotel, this hotel goes on sale, and this, hey, new rooms are opening up at this hotel. And, right. And the know. level, like we've said, and there's similar ones for like the swag and seek. Like, so if you're interested in trading swag with people, there's a group for that. And if you're there, I'm in a group that's called Vegetarians at since I'm not really a meat eater. Uh, Vegetarians at Dragon Con, and they do they organize a potluck. Vegetarian potluck, hey. and then they also have really good recommendations of vegetarian food in and around the con. And there's, hmm. you know, there's like a cigar that Dragon Con. If you're looking for places to smoke, if yeah. you know, there's, and that's totally going to depend on the level of the convention. Right, Dragon Con is a very intense. Example. Right, a bigger convention, you're going to have stuff like that. If you're going to your small local one-day convention, they're probably not going right. to have. But also, if you're going to your small local one-day you're convention. You're not going to need that. Right, hopefully you're in an area that you know better to where you're going to know the restaurants that you like. Right. Um, and you're not going to have to. And if you're really that worried about it, you can, you know, packing your own food's always a, an option. Right. Um. So, Yeah. I think that's all the knowledge and wisdom we have. Do you have um, any other knowledge and wisdom you wish to impart upon us? Other than like the scheduling thing, a lot of times the schedule may not... So for Dragon Con, maybe two weeks before the con, an unofficial schedule. Oh, or when like the schedule's popping. Right, a tentative mm-hmm. schedule. Most of the big cons kind of similar. C2E2, I don't think, was more than two weeks. Mm-hmm. So... No. <laughs> um... You know, so probably you're not going to get a schedule until you book. So if there's something that you're really dead set, you know, like if there's one person and you're dead set on seeing their panel, you may want to do a three-day ticket because like Mark Ruffalo at C2E2, he was only on Sunday. He didn't get announced to the very last minute. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So like if if you buy, you know, if you're like, okay, well, I'm only going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to buy a one-day ticket. I'm going to stay this one day, and that's right. it. And then someone who you feel like you absolutely need to, need to see gets announced. Right. You're going to be, you know, that's... So try to go into it with the knowledge that you probably aren't going to get an official schedule until two weeks or right. closer. When we book our Dragon Con hotel, we are just... Have no clue. Right. When we book Dragon Con in general, it's... uh What? October. October? Early um, October. Early so October. Less Dragon than a month Con, after right. Dragon Con ends. So Dragon Con is normally the last weekend of August this year. It's, it's Labor first. Day weekend. Right. Why don't you just say oh, that's Labor right. Weekend. Uh, Labor Day weekend. And then um, the last couple of years we have booked our hotel the beginning of October. And we normally, just now, they are announcing guests. So, yeah. So, we have no clue. March. What early, early March, they start finally announcing guests. Right. Sometimes we've also, we're little... familiar with Dragon Con. We're familiar with cons in general. We know we're going to have a good time. Right. So, so yeah. If you're, it, a lot of people wait until um, guests are announced, but sometimes you don't have that option. Right. Sometimes they sell out before then. Right, like you said, our Dragon Con hotel sold out in less than an hour. Right. So we couldn't wait. Right. And, and we know we're going to go to Dragon Con. Right. We know we're going to have an awesome time. So right. try to, I guess that's my final words of wisdom is try to, you know, if all you care about is one celebrity, like I'm not saying don't go, but, you know. They could cancel. The more, right, yeah, like the more niche you make what you're focused on or like, you know, I have to do this or I won't mm-hmm. have a good time, the less likely it is you'll have a good time. Absolutely. Because things always come up, you know, again, like you said, celebrities can cancel, schedules can change, they can be late to panels that they're supposed to be at, which has happened to us. Right. You know, and they don't show, either they push the panel and you only get like 10 minutes right. or they don't, they show, don't up. show up at all and then, you know, you don't really see them so so my final words of uh so if you can like i guess that's my last thing is if you can don't be so focused on well this has to happen or Mm -hmm. i won't have a good time be a little flexible 
Right. Like, especially, especially your first one, like, go for the experience and to see what it is and to see mm-hmm. if it's something for you. Don't, don't go with the expectation of this is what it's going to be and this is what has to happen or else I won't have a good time because right. then you probably won't have a good time. Right. Because nothing ever goes the way you plan. No. 100%. So, my final piece of wisdom would be, um, if you are at all interested in cosplay, do it. Um, yeah. You will, not feel, you will not feel out of place. Um, you will, you will meet well, people. Say, well, like, you we can't will. speak for people's personal, you know, the way they feel, but... You won't... You won't be alone. Any convention... I've never, ever been to a convention, even conventions that are like 100 people. That no one is cosplay. Where no one's cosplay. Right. And, yeah. From from experience, I would say we are both, obviously, more happy at conventions than cosplay. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Um, Obviously. I don't know if you could tell by the name of this podcast, but we like cosplay. Right. So... Uh, yeah, so if you're planning on going, and there's also nothing wrong with not cosplaying. Absolutely. You know, if you want to go that to as well. Region, right. I mean, not I very couldn't often. tell you, I was going to say, I, <laughs> especially not now. Like, right. I couldn't tell you the last time we went to the well, cosplay. Right. But, you know, if you want to go your first one and not cosplay, like, nobody's going to judge you for that. If you just want to wear, you know, you can wear regular, regular clothes. You can wear a nerdy t-shirt or a nerdy dress regular clothes cosplay right or everyday clothes cosplay Mm -hmm. you know the options are kind of limitless so and you won't feel it really is in general a very open welcoming Mm -hmm. group of people and situation to where you know as long as you're not being an asshole you know Mm -hmm. you're not being rude to people like, you're probably going to have a good time. Right. And, it, again, as long as you're not going with the expectations of, like, well, I have to meet, you know, this celebrity or I'm not going to have a good time. Right. Because they may cancel. They may have to move their schedule around so that doesn't work for you. And then you won't have a good time. So we always go with, like, oh, I really want to see this person, but also, you know, we'll have a good time regardless of if they cancel or whatever. Right. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. If you want to check us out on social media, please do so at uh, Facebook and Instagram at Cosplaying Cocktails Pod, P-O-D. We would love to hear from you. Um, So if you have things that you'd like to send to us, um, if you'd like to send us Uh, episode ideas if you'd love to send us cocktails if you're a cosplayer and you'd like to um, show off your cosplay we would love to feature feature you on our instagram Um, if you'd like to be on a a guest on the podcast um, you can contact us via our email at uh, cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com that's gmail.com and um, yeah are we done we're done. I think we're done. Thanks, guys. It was very thick and rectangular. Yeah. It's called fucking bacon. (laughs) Thick and rectangular. And it was coated in sugar. So I thought it was a cookie made to look like bacon. No. It was... Spoiler. It was bacon. It was bacon made to look like bacon. I don't like bacon. That's where the story's going. (laughs) So I was like, oh, no. It's